BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio every single weeknight on the Nothing But Net channel at 7 p.m. Also, Five Reasons YouTube. Make sure you like, but especially make sure you subscribe. We have content on all the South Florida sports, especially the heat, all day long, okay? And, and we got Before Floor, an hour before every heat game. That continues during the playoffs. And also, we've got Post Up 5R hosted by Royal Shepherd as soon as the game ends. FiveReasonsSports.com, spell that one out. That's no paywall content on a website. That's not something that the newspapers do. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We've got a product code. We tell you about it all the time. It's 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. It gets you 25% off at TherapistPreferred.com. That's premium CBD, the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies, different flavored gummies. Again, you're not going to fail a drug test with this stuff. It just helps you sleep. It helps you recover. We know people who are swearing by it now. I'm one of those. Also, for all of your grooming products, especially below the belt, manscaped.com, you get 20% off with the code 5RSN. And in addition to the razors, you can get the cologne. They've got a lot on their website. And occasionally, they just send you free stuff. Check it out, manscaped.com. Use the code 5RSN for 20% off. Therapistpreferred.com, 25% off. Also, 5RSN. And now, tonight's episode. Down Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. Tonight's floor plan uh, with me on the episode is Alex Toledo, 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 Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. 
Um, and then we also have Brady Hawk. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. Uh, and he'll have a lot of stuff going up on fivereasonsports.com uh, in written form. So make sure you check out the website, uh, paywall free. Um, the floor plan is essentially this, guys. We finally have a damn opponent. I have to say that I love the play in week. I love the games. I love the competition. All of that was super dope. Uh, I did not like the fact that the Heat being a one seed had to wait until about 34 to 38 hours before they play that team to now know which team it is. I think that's a little ridiculous. They got to clean that up, tighten it up, NBA. Um, but nevertheless, it is the uh, Hawks Heat uh, round one, one eight matchup. Uh, I can remember back. I'm not going to take us down memory lane too far. I don't know how old y'all were, but this was around 1994. Uh, the Heat um, played in the NBA playoffs, the Atlanta Hawks, and got their first uh, playoff victory against the Hawks on the road in Atlanta. It was major. Uh, it, how old were was... you, Brady? I think nine years away from being born. I don't know, 1994? <laughs> <laughs> 94. Okay, so you were nine years away from being born. Alex, uh, let the listeners know how old you were in 1994. Negative two. Negative two. Gosh. So neither of y'all were even on the earth. Damn. Well, I was just warming up and starting to really fall in love with the game. The Heat played the Hawks. It was a hotly contested series filled with fighting. Keith Askin, shout out to you, uh, Dwayne Farrell, and a whole bunch of those guys. But no more down memory lane. We have uh, this matchup to talk about. So y'all, Trey Young um, closed out Cleveland uh, in impressive fashion. I felt like came back in that game. Um, he actually talked about in the post-game interview, which usually those give you absolutely nothing worth talking about, but he talked about slowing down. And I, I really felt that in that game, the way that uh, Garland looked sped up and Trey Young was just feasting and plotting out where he was going to go and get his shots up. So we have our matchup. Uh, Brady, I'm going to start with you because I know that you already are, um, you know, you got – ammunition coming for the website. So I'm going to go to you first here because you've probably got thoughts gathered on just generally Hawks heat. We're going to hone in on game one later in this episode, but just generally as now that we know the matchup, your gut reaction when you uh, are kind of looking at the landscape of, of heat Hawks. Yeah. I think the big thing uh, is that this is a really bad defensive team. And I, I hate to start with like the negatives, but like it just is what it is. Like they're bottom five in defensive rating. But when you're watching this playing game, which I know everybody was, it was a lot of Cleveland, you know, hitting shots. But the reason it was because there was not anybody. It was like a double uh, socially distance because there was about 12 feet distance in between a defender uh, and the Hawks kind of taking that jumper that Laurie Markkinen got high. I think he was five of eight from three the last time I checked it. And I was looking at some numbers where I was like, uh, Duncan Robinson, when he's was guarding Laurie Markkinen in the season, he was like two of nine. Like, it's not about the specific defender, but when you have good rotations overall, uh, you can figure out a way to stop it. But that's going too far into Cleveland. It's just that this Miami Heat team can really take advantage of things from the perimeter. They're the number one three-point shooting team percentage-wise, which, by the way, Atlanta is just two right behind them. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting matchup that way. Uh, but that's kind of where I come down at, that the offense is a lot cleaner in an Atlanta matchup than it would be in a Cleveland matchup. Not that they couldn't create, but I know everybody's just screaming about length and it, it's partially true that it, it kind of mucks things up in a lot of ways in the interior. This opens things up for Jimmy to kind of maybe hunt for Trey, which is the easy thing to say. Uh, I think there's easy things to kind of go to and think about with 
the last time Bam played, I think he had a big game, like that, that recent game that they were able to kind of double out. He can feed inside to Bam. Uh, no, possibly no Capella, which is kind of something to keep note of that after that injury, no John Collins, no Capella is a really weird thing to see, I guess, in that front court that even points to Bam even more. Uh, and I guess the defensive stuff, I know one of the things that me and Alex were talking about that Atlantic game is that they're able to kind of be a little bit more flexible defensively against them because when there's a stretch for a guy that's not really an interior threat, you can plant a guy like Kyle Lowry on. And with the one thing we kept talking about that game is they put Kyle Lowry on Gallinari. And what that opened up is that uh, one of the things Miami likes to do best with talented guards like Trey Young is they go to that PJ Tucker, bam, kind of one through five pick and roll where they're going to start with PJ on them. They're going to switch bam out onto them. Uh, but the thing is, are there teams where you can plant Kyle Lowry on that two, then Duncan sizing up on the three? No, they're not doing that with Atlanta. It's Kyle Lowry guarding the four in this case. So it's just different matchups overall. Uh, I think the easy stuff to say is they're obviously going to have to blitz Trey Young a bunch. Uh, and it's just kind of that type of stuff. I think Trey Young's going to get to his spots. We know what he can do. He would have 37 tonight. He's going to have those type of games. It just is what it is. Uh, but the thing for me is that you have to either pick Trey Young's passing or his scoring. Like that, that's where it comes down. And you're either going to stay home on shooters and say, okay, if Trey Young goes for 35, that's fine, but we are not going to let everybody else beat us. Or you're going to say, okay, we are going to totally blitz out, totally just focus in on Trey Young, making his life miserable, but we're leaving the potential of a backside skip pass from Trey Young for an open shooter. So I feel like it's going to be just kind of a weird balance overall that that'll be the adjustment from Spo throughout. I'm glad you actually went that direction because um, from the last game, because I feel like that's what we're going to take most from what we just most recently saw where everybody um, had the dirty pants all of a sudden until the fourth quarter and the heat kind of came back at the end there. Uh, I want to uh, sneak in a tweet here from uh, a listener of the show, a uh, friend of the program, James Alexander. He goes by uh, scripts by James uh, at scripts by James on Twitter. Uh, Tyler Hero averaged 27 point, 20 points, 7.7 assists, and 5.3 rebounds in three games against the Hawks. Bam Adebayo averaged 22.5.6 rebounds and 4.5 assists in two games against the Hawks. So that just shows you of the four matchups that you only had Tyler for three, Bam for two. Um, I expect Jimmy is going to spend some time on Trey because we saw that in the game when the heat kind of got down. I felt like is when I started to see that you guys may know better than me, but Alex, I'm going to actually send you in the direction of where Brady just went. Do you think the heat are going to push Trey to shoot those 30 footers and do his stuff and shoot his floaters and get his 36, but not get everyone else involved? Or is it going to just be trap, 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 get the ball out of his hands? Like, what, what, what do you expect him to be more of a facilitator passer? I mean, he gets 30 and 10, so he's going to do both. But what, which way do you expect the Heat to try to scheme him towards? It definitely will be a little bit of both. But I definitely also expect it to lean towards kind of what they've been doing all season as far as being a team that notoriously uh, overhelps. And I think a guy like Trey Young is just such an like such a threat even though you have a lot of faith in those perimeter defenders, whether it's Kyle, Jimmy, Caleb, Gabe, you know, like they have options to throw at him to kind of just make him work to throw some resistance at him, but it's going to be tough, man. And, you know, just kind of doing some homework uh, leading up to this show, 
on the Hawks. Like, just one thing, they're, they had a defensive rating of 111.3 in the playoffs last season, which would have been a top-10 defense last season and would be 13th this season. So not that, you know, you take that and put it out over a whole season. That doesn't mean that they would have done that over a whole season. But just to point out that they stepped up their game defensively last season, even though, you know, they had a pretty easy run, I would say. But in all seriousness, like, I think this is going to be a pretty good series only because of Trey. Like, even though I, I, I might just end up saying Heat in five, I think Trey is going to keep them in a lot of these games, like, even if it ends up in Heat in five. So the Hawks, you know, Brady already pointed out that they're second as far as three-point percentage uh, behind the Heat. And it's just so funny uh, looking at some of their, their stats, how black and white their, their whole game is because – they are in the top three in shooting from the rim. I mean, I'm sorry, not top three, top 10 in shooting from at the rim from mid range and from three, and then are in the bottom 10 in the same percentages, allowing the highest, the bottom 10 percentages uh, on defense. So like they're all offense, no defense. And you saw it tonight. Like I think the biggest difference between Trey and Garland, even though Trey is a, I think a better player and better at what he does than Garland is, Garland will give you a little bit more def uh, defensive intensity and physicality there. But th the real difference is that when you send all your defense at Trey, other guys can make you pay. The Cavs don't, ha don't have those guys to make you pay. And I, I was saying that throughout the season. Uh, and it this is what happens when you put the Cavs and the Hawks in a one-game sample, right? Like you have the opportunity for Trey to go off for a stretch. And that stretch is what killed the Cavs. So I um... – it's interesting that you bring up the three-point shooting because I hope the Heat don't lean into that direction and try to get into a shootout with this team. Like, because that, like, they can't defend them. So all you got to do is tighten the screws on defense. Don't worry about getting in a shootout and this team will go away fast. Um, I just checked prize picks to see if the Heat props were up and they're not yet. But you have 19 hours from the time that I'm recording this. It's currently 10.46 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you still have 19 hours to take advantage of this promotion on prize picks, y'all. So this is Joel Embiid. They have given him a 98% discount on his player prop bet for points. It is at 0 0.5 instead of 33.5. So that's an easy square that you're going to immediately get. Uh, you'll, you'll get that pick. You just need to get a couple more and you could get a winning ticket. Um, go to prizepicks.com, download the app, use the code five. That's going to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Use that code five F I V E. You can play all the games for the playoffs. The heat player props will be up now that the matchup is set. You can take advantage of these cool promos like Joel Embiid with the points being so low automatically gets you a correct pick. So all you can do is get one other correct pick and you're already have a winning ticket. So this is cool stuff. Very um, intuitive to use the app. Daily fantasy made easy. Use the code five F I V E at prize picks. Check it out at prizepicks.com. All right, y'all. Um, so let's, I, I, I don't want to go too um, laser focused into game one. Um, like, I guess, cause there's just not a, a ton that it's going to be much different than the rest of the series. I don't really think, but there is the one element and Brady alluded to it earlier. I don't know what's going to be up with Capella. If this was a situation where they're being very careful and they held him out, or if he's actually got some sort of injury that would keep him out um, a week or two, you know what I mean? Cause that would really impact the series. Alex, uh, I'll kick it off with you here. 
Um, what are you expecting from the heat in game one uh, that maybe we haven't seen? Like, I, I guess there's a part of me that feels like there's not too much of an element of surprise with this team. And now with Capella out, you kind of even know more what you need to do. Um, and he has less options. So um, I'm interested for your perspective on the tight turnaround, just how you feel the heat uh, come out against Atlanta in game one. I think this is an easy win for them. I think uh, like, this game went wire to wire, and the Hawks didn't even have to worry about many offensive threats on the other side there. So I think despite Trey going off, despite all of that, the Hawks' defense wasn't even really, I think, really tested to and really taken advantage of. And I think, you know, having to fly now tonight and getting basically one day to prepare for this Heat team that's really good and, you know, probably need more time to prepare for I don't think it's going to go over well for them. I have a feeling Capella's not going to play in game one. I don't know. That's just kind of the way I'm feeling right now. That didn't look great. Uh, and I think that absolutely, you know, plays into Miami's hand because they're already missing John Collins. So now they're down two big front court players for them. It's a whole lot of rotation minutes in the front court there. And I'll, although I like Onyeka Okongwu, you know, he, the, the, his role is just huge now. Like, he, there's no margin for error because they don't have many bigs outside of him now. There were probably going to be more Gallinari big minutes, which is good for the Heat, of course. So uh, I just think game one is going to be a win. And then from there, that's kind of going to set the tone for the rest of the series. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there. Uh, and, I mean, they're just – if they don't have Capella and Collins, I, I just they, – they start to really run out of options. Brady, I know you've been you around – switch against too. That's true. That's true. It does simplify a lot of stuff because there's just – um. It'd be interesting to see what they do with their bigs, how high they bring up. Um, say his last name again, Akongu. Is that how I, am I saying it correctly? Akongu, yeah. Cool. Um, Akongu. Uh, I'll get that right uh, about game four. So, um, Brady, you were around the team a bit this week. I know you checked in at practice. Uh, Ethan did as well. I'm interested as you kind of caught the vibe from the team. Um, I've got the feeling that this group is like getting locked in, like not stupidly locked in. I don't want to talk like that, like last year, but I, I just, I have good feelings about the way that this team is prepared for this week, the rest that they've gotten. I checked in with a couple of folks um, and, and heard good things in terms of where the headspace element was with the team. So you that was there, that actually got a pulse on the team. Um, how did you feel that they looked heading into the weekend uh, and what are your expectations for game one? Yeah, I think the biggest thing just from practice is that it looks like they just want to play basketball again. Like this is a group of guys that we talk about, you know, the heat culture stuff and all that type of stuff, but they just want to play competitive basketball. Like PJ Tucker, people were like, okay, is he going to be ready for game one? He was out there today, like in a full out one-on-one -on -one session with guys like Jimmy and UD and it looked like it was game seven of the finals. Like th that's just like the way that he is. Like he seems like one of the most competitive guys that a lot of these guys just seem like they would just want to play competitive, competitively out there. And then uh, I think one game after you kind of get that first game, like guys like Max who have not really played on this stage to this degree, or maybe uh, Caleb or, or if Gabe slips in there, that first game I think is important. Just trying to get a certain type of feel uh, under them. But in terms of game one, you guys were talking about the bigs. I feel like that is the biggest thing about this. And even in general, let's just start with, with Gallinari who subbed in for John Collins. Something Miami did a ton in that last game they played him is we talk about hunting Trey. 
it felt like they were hunting Gallinari even more. Like they want to draw him out, try to stretch him out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As far as possible and try to break him down. Tyler was doing it a ton. And the weird thing about Tyler is he's not the same type of player that when he draws a big out, it's okay, I want to burst by him. Tyler does this weird thing where if he draws a big out, he knows he can just rise over the top of him and he just ends up shooting a three. Uh, so I think there's, there's advantages there. Uh, Okongwu kind of going in for Capella changes things, but there's still this, this element. Okay. Okongwu goes in for Capella. Who's their backup big? Is it, is it Gorgie Jang? I, I guess like there's still going to be this element of there's a drop big. That's going to be playing back a lot of the time when they're not hunting switches. Like are Duncan Robinson's minutes going to be mirrored with Gorgie Jang? Because that's a win for Miami. If you think about it just from there, that the way that, that Duncan Robinson's been, been looked at over time that now he's going to be playing off the bench in those type of minutes. Uh, I think that could be just big overall, but you mentioned, I guess, trying to slow it down and not getting in a shootout. I don't know why, but for some reason I picture it just being a Miami heat shootout. Like I just really do. And it's just because I'm watching this game tonight, just seeing how poor of rotations this at Hawks defense. Like I know I said this before, but they're really bad. Like it, it's a really bad rotation defensive group that, Miami is, is when Kyle Lowry and Jimmy Butler have the ball in their hands for Jimmy drawing two to three guys in when he's draw, driving to the basket, Kyle just knowing kind of where that help defender is at all times. It's going to be on guys like Max and Duncan or PJ in the corner, or maybe the Caleb relief three to kind of set them apart in these games. Like those are the runs that they need. Like, I think they know the certain things they can do offensively. They know what Jimmy can provide. They know the switches he can get. They know that bam, I guess in, in a lot of these matchups can dominate down low if they need them to, but the shooting is the part where, okay, this is, you know, a pretty decently easy first round if you kind of play your cards, right. And I think the cards is that the shooting kind of needs to be played. Uh, and I think it revolves as we were kind of just saying, it revolves around the front court in Atlanta. So I'm glad this episode is, is uh, 
trending in the perfect direction because you you named off a lot of the role guys and i i want to get into that a little bit after the break here um as we close just kind of to to close the loop on on some guys that maybe we're not thinking about that are going to be impactful this series um and i and i also want to clarify something before we go to break last year uh tyler hero and the miami heat um were eliminated and the Atlanta Hawks had their little Cinderella run and there were heads out there that uh, scoffed at the notion that I said Tyler Hero would have a better career than Kevin Herter. And uh, just watch what takes place in this damn series. You assholes who said that out on Twitter that 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 that, that the Hawks and, and, and Kevin Herter and these and, and they were going to go on this run and they had this team of young upside we're about to see what that looks like in a moment. But uh, before we watch that disaster that happens to the Atlanta Hawks via the Miami Heat, are you a South Florida property owner with insurance with an insurance claim? Are you dealing with water, mold, fire damage, um, any kind of disaster? You need a reputable, fully licensed, insured and certified contractor. Water cleanup of Florida is for you 24 hours a day. When a disaster strikes in your home or business, you need specialized, fast, and reliable services. Water Cleanup of Florida understands the impact and stress an unexpected disaster may cause. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, the whole team over there is prepared to handle any size disaster. The guys are third-generation contractors in South Florida. They continue to maintain a sterling reputation throughout the area. It's extremely important to them. Their objective is to make the cleanup insurance claim process painless and hassle-free as possible. Water Cleanup of Florida is also a licensed budgeting or building contractor, so they provide A to Z one-stop shop service for busy homeowners and business owners. You know, I, we know you require that. You can't think about that kind of stuff. Go to Water Cleanup of Florida. Call Michael anytime on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Again, that's 954-579-0356. Also check out watercleanupflorida.com. If you got the schmutz, they got the guts. Okay, so as we close here, um, you talked about the other guys and that this could be an offensive series. So from each of you, um, Alex, I'll let you tee it up. Player on the Heat we're not talking about that will come up big. Player on the Hawks that nobody's ever heard of before that we should worry about. So the random scrub Heat killer of the series, we need that from you now. Um, and your pick. So when you say pick, do you mean my pick for the series? Oh, yeah, because we only have like this is the only show that we're going to do before the series kicks yeah. off. So this You're is right. where we all go on record with our picks. All right. So you said like three different questions there. So I'm going to try to keep up. But the first one was uh, random scrub heat killer. That's actually a tough one because I think fans are going to recognize a lot of these names, not only because the Hawks are division rival and it feels like the Heat play them. 25 times a season i don't know if anybody else feels that way but it feels like i've watched trey young way more than i've watched other guys uh, go up against the heat and kind of uh, the hornets too but that's a different conversation but because of that like i think like bogdanovich herder those are the types of guys that have killed the heat in the past like and so those guys are going to do it again because that's what happens with the heat like unless they they change it up like kind of uh, brady alluded to earlier like if, if they just decide to be more about staying home on shooters on defense, then maybe it won't be that much of a, a random scrub heat killer series. But the team that they've been all season is one where uh, opposing shooting guards will go off 
every now and then, maybe a little bit more often than they will against other teams just because of how many threes the Heat allow. Again, they allow the most in the league. Like, I think a whole percentage point and a half ahead of second place, which is the Bucks, who are known for doing that. So, yeah, the Heat are going to allow a lot of threes. The Hawks have a lot of shooters, right? And I think uh, – so there's not one guy, but I do want to shout out Nate McMillan and some of these other Hawks players that aren't really uh, talked about because – he was kind of messing around with some of those lineups in, in this uh, Cavs game and throwing in defenders when need be and doing a lot of that offense defense stuff. And I'm like, okay, so when the Hawks want to defend a little better, they can throw in DeLon Wright, DeAndre Hunter. They're going to have Okongwu. That's already three guys you feel good about. They're obviously going to have Trey out there. And then one of the uh, aforementioned white guys, like I think they're going to, they're going to be able to really mix it up a little bit and uh, you know, maybe have a little bit more offense defense balance that I'm giving them credit for. Other than that, heat of five. <laughs> Brady, I so let, let me go Hope through I the questions. Question. And I I just realized, see, that's why Ethan's better doing this than I am, because I threw Alex an avalanche of questions as, as, <laughs> as if he one, was I, going to just catalog all that and have it ready to spew back at me. I apologize, Alex. That was not good host uh, set up by me. Um, so I'm going to go slower on this one. Role player from the heat that we're not talking about that you think is going to come up big in this series. And Alex, you didn't get a chance to answer that. So you can hop back in here, but no, Brady just first on, on just that question. I, I would think the one name is Caleb Martin for me. Uh, and it's funny because Spo said the other day at practice, I guess that the rotation at the end of the season is the rotation heading into the playoffs. And I've seen this thing where there's this idea where they kind of take in uh, the nine guys that ended the season and, and even though Caleb was plugged in for PJ, they basically eliminated PJ, uh, Caleb from that nine group. I don't think that's what he meant by that. Like, I think Gabe is the filler there. Maybe there's some potential if Wright's playing in this series, but I still think Caleb is the lock for what they want to do. Uh, and PJ will sub back in. But Caleb is the role player for me. And the reason is some of the stuff I was saying earlier, like when you're planting a guy like Lowry on Gallinari, the thing that Caleb Martin did really well in that Atlanta game, even though Trey young did his thing, I think he was like nine of 11 in that first half. Like, like he was playing really well, but Caleb Martin was making things really tough for him. Like he, making him give the ball up that that type of stuff is what they need in this series uh, that I think you're going to see a ton of Caleb Martin minutes on Trey young, but that's the stuff that that seems important. There's going to be a lot of PJ Tucker on him. There's gonna be a lot of Caleb on him. We mentioned there's gonna be a lot of Pam on him. We mentioned there's going to be a lot of Jimmy on him. That means they have a lot of options that they're a Trey Young, and that's what I think makes you feel a lot more comfortable this season than maybe previous season that we talked about when there's one single guy you have to throw at somebody. Uh, so I do think it's Caleb Martin. I do think he's in the rotation, and I know we keep having these rotation talks, but I feel like at this very moment, like I think we know pretty much who the nine are heading in. I agree with you. Caleb subbed in for Gabe. Um, because like, th like there was a part of me that was going to say, well, wait, wait, if we need a, a, a guard to chase around Trey, you're going to play Gabe, but no, I'd rather have Caleb chase his ass around anyway. Um, so here we go. Like, this is much more seamless setup. Alex, your player that we haven't talked about on the heat, just quickly get it in here, uh, that we may see, uh, pop off in this series that maybe we weren't thinking was going to have a big impact. So it's hard to go in a different route than what you guys are saying. I think Caleb is going to shine in the series. He's going to, he's going to get a lot of playing time uh, off the bench, but since you guys already gave those two and, and you asked me to name somebody who we haven't talked about, I'm going to go Deadman here. And I thought I, I was kind of thinking like, maybe this is a series 
where Deadman isn't on the floor too much, specifically when Trey is on the floor, maybe you just make sure to not have uh, Deadman on the floor. And I would say that for Max too, maybe for Duncan, just um, <laughs> just be careful when Trey Young is on the floor, who, who you're putting out there. But I think because of what we talked about earlier in the show, now that they're missing Capella and Collins, like there's just not that much when it comes to the when, when it comes in the way of size there. Like I think Deadman just out muscles Gorgie Jank by like 50 pounds. So I think he's looking at that like food. Uh, I, it's also his former team. So he knows how Trey and them play a little bit. He recognizes a lot of these guys. Again, he played the Hawks 50 times a season. So I think this is one where Deadman can look pretty good for two games. I'm with you on that. I think that you would intuitively say, oh, they're going to size down because they're going to want to get smaller. But the Hawks don't have any ability to size any further down than what they were already going to have out there. So um, I think Deadman will have opportunity. Brady, random scrub heat killer on the Atlanta Hawks side that you're worried about and your pick for the series. Yeah, I don't know if we could say random scrub heat killer because I don't think there'll be any scrubs playing in the playoff series. So like, that's where I have trouble because like when I'm naming, like looking at guys like Bogdanovich or, or Huerta, like, I don't know if I could categorize them as that. Uh, but I think I'll say, cause Alex mentioned the other ones. I think I'll say Hunter just because he hasn't played that well against Miami. Like I, I was looking, I think the last game, there were times where he had open shots and he ended up with two points. Like that's the guy that I think can swing things for him a little bit, just because if we're talking about Trey Young collapsing, or let, let's just say with what we were just talking about, Denman's that drop big. Now you have to kind of slide in on that corner, and Trey Young makes that skip pass out to that weak side corner, and there's DeAndre Hunter. That's the guy who kind of changes things because then if you have to stay home on him, now Trey Young's doing his thing with that floater inside. So I think just with what Miami needs to do defensively, I'd say maybe he's the guy to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, and I really I, I want to disagree and go in a different round with my pick, but I think it is Heat and five. Like I think Trey Young, I, I said before he's good enough to give you one or two games, but the fact that the defense for me, after just continuing to see this defense, it deducted a game for me that I, I have to stay. I think it's Heat and five. Yeah, you talk about deducting a game. Um, I think Ethan is on record. He's not on the show tonight, so he's. Feel free, Ethan, to change your pick, but I believe he was saying that the Hawks could get two games for Miami and it would be Heat and six. Uh, I think if they were healthy, I, I would. I might have said Heat and six. So uh, I, I, I feel strongly that they're good enough to sweep this Hawks team, but just one of those Atlanta home games, Trey Young will get hot and things will be weird and it'll probably be uh, – a week from tomorrow from this coming Sunday, that first game in Atlanta, something like that. But it'll be heat in five. We'll shot the heat blow one of these home games, huh? I'm asking you. Um, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked necessarily, uh, because it would be a great lever for the universe to pull to make heat fans get really, really scared about going on the road to Atlanta. Just just also, spare Raptors me that fans, crap. Raptors fans have given the heat fans a disclaimer that Kyle Lowry apparently is bad in afternoon Sunday games. I don't know. I mean, I guess Raptors fans are obsessive about Kyle Lowry. So of course they know that, but apparently that's a thing. Also, we know that I think the Raptors were also like, they did, did they win every game one or was it they lost every game one? I don't remember which one it was. You remember that when that was well, none of that Raptors shit follows Kyle Lowry to the cultured environment. Okay. That is. I'm just saying Miami. if Lowry, if Lowry comes out flat on Sunday, 
Raptors fans warned us. So that's just something I'm putting out there just to inform the people. Okay, so thanks for the surprise, uh, Gianni Navas. He's going up against Trey, so I think he'll, I think he'll be fine. Uh, appearance on the on the show. Um, I'm gonna really be annoyed with Kevin Herter by the end of this thing. I think DeAndre Hunter is an interesting one um, that you mentioned, but I think Bogdanovich has the opportunity in this series uh, to shake loose enough to to be the player that gives the most headaches. I won't say random scrub heat killer, Brady. You're right. There's very little scrubs out there. If they're playing the Sixers, I got a scrub to point at, but not if they're playing the Hawks. We can keep it. We can keep it chill. Um, and yeah, Heat and Five is where I'm going. Uh, and the role player that I think is going to have a damn good series is Duncan Robinson. I really do. I think that this sets up perfectly for him to not get, um, I, I don't know if he gets hot in game one, I could see him carving himself out a role for these five games and then maybe not playing in the next round. Any I, final thoughts from you gentlemen, before we close this episode down. So how, how are you feeling, man? How are you feeling now that they finally know, who they got now. Cause I feel like you've been trying to set us up. So I want to throw you the lob now to really get into your whole life thing. And just how, how are you feeling now that the heat are starting off this path? You know, they karmically avoided the teams they wanted to avoid, but doing it in, in the gutsy fashion, everything that you stand by. And now we're setting up for game one on Sunday against the Hawks, probably the Sixers in the second round. How are you feeling, man? Wow. You just completely flipped it on me. I didn't realize that was heading in this direction. So I'm trying um, to give you your shine. No, I, I appreciate that because uh, usually um, I, I do get some different usage. I'm used differently on the team when Ethan was playing point guard and I'm not. Um, exactly. No, I, I feel you. So I appreciate that. I will guess I'll say this. Uh, heading into these playoffs, I am as quietly confident as I've ever been. Um, like... Kind of like how it felt with the big three in certain respects in terms of like, even if this team gets punched in the mouth, I know that they're not done. And I like that about a group heading into the playoffs. And I think you can count on that from this team. Um, I am as confident as I've ever been in a group heading into a playoff. So if they fall flat, I will be really surprised by it. But also, um, you know, that's going to suck because like straight up, like I think this team has all of the elements and they are clicking in certain ways and everyone is healthy knock on wood um that we uh can really make a, a, a long playoff run so like this is one of those groups where there's been some playoffs where we started out like when the justice wins the philly series you didn't know if they were really going to win that series or even like the run where justice played five and they played you know toronto tough on the road throughout that series that they could have won like you weren't expecting necessarily to get that far I don't think I mean maybe I was talking that shit but not everyone was um this is a different kind of group this is a group that's poised and 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 I think that they realize that if this team doesn't do it in these circumstances it's going to be hard for this group as presently constructed to do it so that's going to be a little added juice uh in the tough moments throughout the playoffs so i'm excited for game one uh one o'clock eastern is the tip in miami we will have you covered on five reasons sports youtube channel before floor an hour before the game so at noon uh i will be hosting um and both of you folks are at the arena, huh? We got everyone credentialed. We're going to have a full house, five reasons sports, Ethan, Brady, and Alex will be at the game. So will Ethan be there? Well, that's, we'll see. That's, uh, you know, he's, he's, 
He's yeah, up in the air, literally. Um, but yeah, we'll see if he makes it there. Have a good night, y'all. Let's go heat and let's get ready for game one. Uh, wear white only during the heat games. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.